Hey, it's the boys from Saw Spoken, and we are so glad that you are listening to our new friend Marv and his podcast, Pods Like Us. Yeah, we were recently on the show for a couple of episodes, and we really enjoyed it. And if you'd like to catch a little bit more of us with all the raunchiness and sauce-based humor that you're used to, feel free to check us out on our show. But in the meantime, keep enjoying Pods Like Us with Marv. We enjoyed talking with Marv as much as we hope you enjoy listening to him. Now back to the show. And welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Cabell, known to my friends as Marv. And this time I am joined by Ed Chen from uh, When They Was Fab. Hey, Ed, how are you? Hello. And we are also joined by the guy who seems to make more podcasts than anybody knows, I'm sure. Uh, Mr. Tom Hunyardi from Two Legs. Talk more talk and any more shows there, Tom? Uh, not at the moment. <laughs> it's too much, not enough time in the day. But how you doing, Martin, Ed, and Ethan? Good to see you guys. Hi, and also speaking with Ethan Alexanian from the podcast Fans on the Run. And what what's the other show again, Ethan? I don't remember at this point. <laughs> I don't even from, remember what my own show is called. Isn't that it? Yeah, that's that's the that's one. the one. Nothing but the Beatles. Or anything but the Beatles, <laughs> is it? Nothing but the Beatles or anything but the Beatles. So it's a memorable title, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can tell I've done my homework. We've got so, jokes. Well, trying, trying. <laughs> so how is everybody? Not bad, not bad. Fall is finally coming. Yes, decent, decent weather outside. Yep, it's coming up. Contrary <laughs> to rumor, I'm still alive. Yay! Yes, Ethan's still with us. Yeah, I heard you were in a moped accident. Yeah. Oh, I heard he, I heard he fell out of a uh, tree fort. How, how did how did you know about that? <laughs> Wait, oh, was that you? Was that you with the fucking telescope? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember it hit you in the head and you fell yeah, out. Yeah, that, that's why I fell out of the tree for <laughs> I do know that Ethan and Tom got some great records together at that um record day. Oh let me tell you, that visit, man. 
Ethan definitely took advantage of the record stores in Arizona. I'm, well, I ran circles around both of you. You did. You did. You uh, you showed us how it was done for sure, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> the best Some of Canadian stimulus in the American economy. <laughs> Every economy needs stimulating nowadays. Uh, Ed's done. Ed's done well for that by getting the uh, the enormous crate, the George Harrison crate. Yep. And and I've now pre-ordered both the vinyl and the CD copies of the Let It Be box. Ah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. I got the box. I'll be happy um, with that. I won't. I won't be getting the vinyl though. But I did get the book as well. So book, why doesn't the Let It Be box? They're saying come the book is shipped. Years? Really? Yeah, mine hasn't said shipped yet. I got it from Amazon, so yeah, I'll be shipped on release date. I, I got an I got an email from someone saying that the mine hasn't shipped, but saying that they are starting to ship them. Right. Yeah. Right. Do, do we look forward to that? Do, do we think there will be a separate soundtrack for the uh, Peter Jackson? I'm hoping so. Eighty um, percent yes. Yeah, I mean, with yeah. without any, with, with what, what, only one track from the rooftop on this kind of new Get Back uh, or the Let It Be uh, box, I should say. Um, one I would additional hope that, track. It's not just yeah. one track from the rooftop. Well, okay, one additional. Yeah. And hopefully we get the whole thing on on audio CD. I think I still keep hearing this that there's going to be a record day, store day uh, thing of the rooftop, but. No confirmation on that. Right. I mean, record store record store day for Black Friday has been announced, and uh, nothing from the Beatles is on that list. Now, other acts have announced late um, products for record store day, but with the way the vinyl uh, pressings are these days, where it's a six month you know six month wait for to get your you get your vinyl pressed these days. I mean, I I don't see how they're going to get uh, something out in time unless they did you know put an order in earlier this year for that. It's like a six month wait unless you're you're unless like you're the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. In which case you can, you know, hijack whatever pressing plant you want. Yeah. It's like the old days when John would record a song and then about a week later it'd be, be shipped it was out. out. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure third man would be happy to do anything Paul asked them to do. Yes. <laughs> I, I wonder if um I wonder if the vinyl version let it be box is going to have the um is that coming as an EP as a seven inch then? Those four songs that are on that no, CD? No, it's a 12 no. inch. It's a 12 inch. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I just wondered because I know back in the day they've done uh, in the 60s, you could get um, 33 and a third RPM seven inches as EPs, mm. which okay. is different. Right. <laughs> Probably be smarter. I think it'd be a good idea to have something like that. It'd definitely be a promotional thing that's not been done for a long time. Well, remember, we're still going to get an EP box sometime down the line. That is I true. firmly believe that. Yep. yep. And they might have that in there as an extra EP. Yeah. Fair. Put so, out a Beatles EP box of all the different Beatles EP boxes. <laughs> <laughs> of course we know when it's all done they're going to start it all all over again about five six years later 
Oh, I'm sure they've got stuff that they've already, I'm sure they've got their whole, you know, agenda, um, what they're going to release, you know, throughout the next, you know, five, maybe 10 years. I mean, I'm sure they've, they've got this all, you know, planned. Um, you have to get this stuff planned in the state. I mean, the stuff does take time, you know, these box sets and, um, the mastering takes time. So, uh, you know, hopefully they've got a plan and what they want to release over the next five, 10 years. Yeah. Do you think they're all talking with each other and actually working around each other for these different box sets for the solos and the Beatles together uh, sets? Uh, well, maybe just dates, if anything, you know, if they're talking. I mean, obviously, you don't want to put the same, you know, two big box sets out in the same month. I mean, obviously, they didn't care two years ago when they put out uh, what, the, what we had... Um, December, November, October, September, all the stuff. What was that in 18 uh, with Egypt Station and uh, the two uh, archive sets? And um, what else did we get uh, then? We got uh, what's was the White was Album. That, was, that the, was that the Wildlife and Red Roof Speedway? Yeah, what, Speedway and then we got well, Wildlife. Yeah. 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 And then the White Album. Yeah. Yep, All and, you know in four in a th three month four month span. Yeah. Yep. But COVID seems to have screwed up that any scheduling they might have had anyway. Absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah. Plastic on and all things would have been last year. Right. But I think Danny, Danny Harrison said that there were certain things that he was able to find during COVID that they didn't have beforehand that actually meant they were able to put more material on there than they originally were going to. That's what um, he said. Yeah, all I things know. must pass. Which um, I wish they'd have done that really with Ram when they did that, because I know when that came out, there were all these stories where they said, oh, we suddenly found all these recordings that mm. we never knew about. And then everybody was expecting Ram to be this enormous set that was bigger than it ended up being. Well, they're probably going to put out a 50th anniversary set of Ram in five years. Absolutely. Yeah. Five yeah, years. Yeah, I think he's going to redo it with some of the early archive uh, sets again yeah just because i mean the everything other than the wings over america was kind of thin as opposed to what we consider a super deluxe edition today yeah, yeah. plus they're out of prints uh so uh, you know it would be cool if they went back and they did uh put out those concord out of print uh versions and then you know maybe add a something else to it just to piss us all off since we you know make us buy them again you know well is, is it is he gone back to EMI then from Concord? Yes. Yeah. So that means that EMI might actually have more material material that they could have used as opposed to what there was before. Perhaps it's possible. It's possible. Unlikely though. I mean, McCartney is, actually owns all of it, so mm -hmm. okay. yeah, it, it's all been MPL, and he's just licensed it to like Capital and then Columbia and then back to Capital. <laughs> then to Starbucks. Yeah, yes. I, I just meant because everything up to Band on the Run still had the Apple logo, so I thought that might be still, might not be, might be a different deal. I don't know. Uh, he negotiated that with Sir Lou. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because of the McCartney special that he did. And yep. Yep, absolutely. Yep, got to sing, got to dance. <laughs> oh, dear. Got that image in my head now, Paul. Thanks. So, what you do we put? They didn't even put in the uh, Find My Way promo. Mm. Yes. <clears throat> Thank you. Every other clip of McCartney dancing, just not that one. Yes. <laughs> well, we can thank them for that, I think. 
Although it's a good outfit, I won't I won't deny that. So, what do we think of each of the each of the uh, box sets then? Comparison, you know, do you think um, do you think the Lennon ones with the different variations of the songs? Do you think that's more interesting in some ways than than the uh, what Paul's been doing with his catalogue and what George has done with his catalogue? I do. Um, uh, you know, I, if anybody should have a, like a vocal isolation track, it should be Paul, I think. But um, uh, especially maybe on something like Maybe I'm Amazed or Monkberry Moon Delight or something like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the Lennon Camp, Ono and, and Sean, I think they're doing a great job and, and, Paul and Hicks are doing a wonderful job you know, deconstructing these songs and putting out, you know, especially like a song like, you know, I don't want to be a soldier with all these different, you know, versions of the, of, of that song. And it made me, made me appreciate that song even more, but, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the McCartney camp, I think is kind of falling behind a little bit in, in that sense um, where you're getting more versions. I mean, maybe McCartney's songs are more realized by the time he gets them to uh, the studio, but um but there's got to be something more out there um, from the Paul camp, because I think Lennon, I think they're really doing a great job. Well, I will, I will disagree with you. I think Sean overdid it a little bit with the plastic Ono box. Do we really need eight copies of My Mommy's Dead? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, but then I think, on I, think I, I could have done with one fewer discs in plastic Ono. Not that I don't want that material released, just not necessarily in the box set. Throw, you know, Throw it somewhere else. Right. But they are been more reasonably priced than the Paul box sets, though, too. Absolutely. You know? Well, John, John's yeah. stuff is uh, yeah, totally. it's yeah. more reasonably priced than both both Portals and George's. Well, George's now. has been notoriously high, um, his, his, his catalog, his reissue campaigns. Um, I mean, even the, 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 the record player that, uh, that was released a few years back with the, the big oh, vinyl yeah. box set was really overpriced um, as well. Uh, but... Um, but people are buying them, so you know that's well, we won't they, we won't go into that as yeah. <laughs> as it says pretty you know the, the regular all things edition was pretty chintzy, mm. you know. Yeah. Shoving it in shoving the five CDs in a Blu-ray in a little box. Otherwise, I actually right. think the, the all things box was pretty close to perfect. It could have yeah. used one extra disc, but that's about it. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm really happy with my crate with the, the Harrison uh, for the All Things Must Pass uh, set. Um, love the gnomes, uh, <laughs> but I love the effort that was put into it. I thought it was, a, you know, you, a unique piece. And, um, you know, curious to see if they continue doing something like this with future projects. Well, there's not going to be a $1,000 uh, 30s in a third box. Oh, well, no, no, absolutely not. You know, but uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, now they know what they can get away with and what people yeah. are willing to spend. Um, you know, there's always some somebody out there that can create something unique uh, for that particular, you know, box set. Maybe we'll get a, you know, a big hand for the, uh, you know, living in the material world, um, you know, set. So we'll just see. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. And Ringo still needs to put together a box. Yeah. Yes, yes he does. Especially for the Ringo album. Well, uh, well, there, there's that, and I mean, there's just the fact that his '80s stuff is, for uh, to a great deal, not available anymore. Yeah, yeah, out of print. Yeah, it, it irritates me that you can't get "Time Takes Time," which is one of his best best albums. 
I think you can still find that one. Um, you know, maybe I like, you know, record stores or whatever, maybe used record stores um, from time to time. And I can probably find you one and send you one if you want me to. But well, uh, the old wave is uh, yeah, old wave is out. Yeah. Yeah. That's on, that's on, uh, you know, eBay, you know, eBay. Yeah. I mean, people trying to get crazy amounts of money for those out of print CDs. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, time takes time. That's, that's one of his greats. And, you know, Ringo, that's, that's the classic album of his that there must be something more there for that, you know, and even something as, you know, that's not quite so popular, like Rotogravure. I mean, the amount of people that are involved in that, there must be more material available for that somewhere as well. Yeah, could be. Like, you know, not, not that any of us want it, but John running through cooking, for instance. Mm. Well, but, and John's um, demo of Only You, so. Right. Yes, yeah. But wasn't it on the anthology? The John Lennon anthology? I'd have to go back and check. Might have been, yeah. Yeah. Because his version of I'm the because I yeah I think his version of I'm the greatest is on uh, that anthology as well. Yes. Yeah. Sorry for being so chatty. It's I I'm the only one here who I think didn't buy either the Plastic Ono Band or All Things Must Pass sets in any form. Okay, I got the lesser form or uh, or not the lesser but the. The one that Chet, that Ed mentioned, you know, the uh, of all things must pass, which was the the one in a little box with the CDs and the, and the Blu-ray, which mm-hmm. I, I think it's really good material on there. So hey, this is Tim for Bad Counsel. You want some good counsel? Keep listening to the smooth, dulcet tones of Marv on Pods Like Us. <laughs> but there was one thing I thought though with the George stuff, which was. Does anyone remember years ago you could actually get older the stems for the indiv- for the individual tracks for all things must pass? Mm-mm. When was uh, that? Wasn't in rock band. I, I don't remember when did they release that. Because I've got some. I've got oh, I've got individual files somewhere on on a on a hard drive for I think three or four of the songs on there, which which means that if they're available, that might have been an interesting thing that that Paul and Danny could have done, which would have been alternative by taking out some instruments and almost like an elements mix that they did with John then, you see. Mm. Yeah, they might have had that for the 30th anniversary, or it might have been with the the last vinyl from, what, four or five years ago. Yeah. It could take the, the deluxe um, electric arguments approach and just put the stems on a thumb drive and say like, you know, remix it yourself. <laughs> yeah, but but then again, that's something that irritates me about Paul. Is years ago, Paul on his website, he he had this thing into where you could actually remix Paul's songs no, himself. Yeah. Some of them because he had them as four different. Was it was it? You had like a little pretend four track with something on each one or whatever. And yeah, exactly. Accordingly, and that that was a really good thing that Paul had on his website that he got rid of, which I thought was was great. Well, he, he had a lot of big plans for that website, which yeah. never came to pass. He was going to put all the tapes up there and make them available on a subscription basis. And his deal with AHP just sort of drifted away. So we that never came to pass. Right. He was trying to do something that Prince did then in the, in the noughties, because Prince did yeah. similar, didn't he, on his website? 
But um, but then again, Paul Paul irritated me with the flowers in the dirt box with the uh, oh go online to, only. go yeah. on the here to get those when he, he could have just added those to one of the other CDs that that were there that was a bit lacking in material, you know, when he had space. plenty of room, plenty of room on the two bonus on disc two and disc three. There's plenty of rooms because, you know, he did the same tracks on both discs, you know, just different versions of songs. There's plenty of room. And, and again, there was, you know, there was also potential for a, for another disc that he could have done that with. I mean, there was what the, the big thing was, was, oh, well, it's only going to be, you know, what, with three and then a DVD or something like that. Well, then, you know, then we ended up with with wildlife or I mean, I'm sorry, Red Rose Speedwagon ended up being what four CDs and a in yeah. a in a DVD, you know. I mean the 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 formula keeps changing, you know. Um, so just stick with one, and you know, I'm still waiting for them to send us, you know, everybody that bought one, uh, you know, a, a, a disc of those songs and an apology saying sorry. Well, we'll never do that again. <laughs> yes, I thought Red Rose was a good set actually. Yeah, no, I liked Red Rose a lot. Yeah, it was one of the better ones, absolutely. Yeah. Well, but physical media is coming to an end as, as much as we all don't want to see it happen. It's happening and it will happen much sooner Eventually. than we think. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, flowers, I, I wanted at least to, have, I wanted also to have, but you can't, well, you can get it if you go to you go to YouTube, I suppose. I liked the re-record of uh, Figure of Eight better than I did mm. the album version. Right. Well, single versions, yeah, the singles versions I think of Figure Eight are are better than um, than the uh, than the one that's on the Flowers in the Dirt. Don't don't get me started. Which version of Figure Eight? There's about six four, yeah, yes. all, including like four different videos. Right. <laughs> you, you know, you have to count the number of times he sings. Uh, uh, mm. Is it better? Mm. Yeah. Like, well, this is version one. This is version two, and you know that's yeah, the way it goes. Yeah. So it's yeah. like counting the rings on a tree to see how old it is. Yes. <laughs> well, that used to be yeah. how people figured out which version of, of Twist and Shout you got on BBC. Mm. Yeah. Or which version of Pretty Little Head that you're listening to. Uh-huh. Very good. So, yeah. So, oh, just as a tangent, what uh, did you really enjoy the book then, Tom and t- Tom and Ed? The uh, you know the press to play book. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. did. I, I still haven't gotten all the way through mine because I didn't get mine until what Saturday, Sunday. Really? Oh. Yeah. And I, I do want to give you another thanks there, Martin, for help for the for the assist okay. because uh, for some reason I wasn't able to purchase it here uh, while I was online. Um, but but thank you for for the assist. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and um, I thought it was a really good interview. Um, you know, Hugh didn't hold back. No, uh, his, his his thoughts and uh, found it very interesting for sure. Yeah. Like I said, I, d- I don't think when they do do the reissue of Press to Play, I don't think that they'll actually include much of what Hugh said in that book. I don't think because I don't, I, they don't seem to be that negative, put that many negative comments in the Paul archive, do they, in the books that go with mm. it? Not necessarily, no. Um, but you know, there's there's a bunch of material that could put out they they, they can put out for this, and um, you know, it can definitely be a good three three CD one DVD set. And um, you know, you can go on YouTube now and listen to the you know the strip down of what they did you know prior to you know Hughes um, you know production. Um, you know, Eric Stewart, Jerry Murata, and McCartney. I mean, there's some really good stuff. Um, 
on the on that bootleg that you can listen to on YouTube. Yeah, and um, I think they'll probably end up going to town with that set as well. I think that will be a big set. Why not? You got all those remixes that you can put on there for sure. That could be one CD alone. You know, with all the different remixes. You know, you include spies like us as well. Um, hopefully, you we get uh, Yvonne the One finally in an, in an official in an official capacity. And um, you know, like I said, you can do put those stripped down versions on there, and you'd be good to go. Hang Glide, which I don't think has gotten a CD release yet. So, well, no, and that's back to the question of how many more are we going to get in the collection? Right. Right. That's true. You know, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's London Town back to the egg, and then what? Right. Do they continue with with press to play and uh, and and Broad Street? You know, I, I would hope so. I mean, I would think all of these sets are deserving of a of a box set. We we would agree, but I don't know <laughs> that the, they have the number the requisite number of purchasers out there. You know, mm. ten thousand. They got to sell ten thousand of these things. Right. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if wildlife was a bit of an experiment to see how that would go down. Well, you know, that's funny you say it because I remember looking at the Hoffman forum when that first was when the, when that when that set was first announced. And a lot of people were like, I can't believe I'm gonna buy this crappy album, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and and then it comes out and it was it was reviewed very favorably or reevaluated very favorably. Um, so I think that and then plus you get the the bonus of buying the two sets together to get that you know the wings over europe stuff and um you know i think there was but then that sold out you know so uh, absolutely i think you can put one of his lesser albums out and, and it do you know do well will, will it send ten thousand copies i mean i would hope so i would hope there's at least ten thousand fans out there that would you know purchase a press to play or or broad street uh, archive set yeah, well, I mean, you also had Bruce McMouse and you had the yeah. double Red Rose Speedway, which was a pretty right. big deal. It was a pretty yes. big deal, yeah. yeah. It was an added extra uh, feature. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the double version of the vinyl for, for Red Rose Speedway is, is, yeah. is beautiful as well with that cover. That's nice. Gorgeous. That's lovely. Yeah. No, I, that, that's yes. one of the ones that I did buy. I, I don't buy all the McCartney reissue vinyl, but I did buy that one. Mm. And that, yeah, like I said, that's a, be- that's a beautiful packaging on that. I still need Agreed. to pick that one up. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you'd you'd love that one, Ethan. It, it's a, it's a go in your collection nicely. I I mean I I've seen it. Yeah. Mm. So, so Tom, are you buying the Tiger Stripe to third third man McCartney three? If I see it, yes, but okay. I'm not going to try to you know go, go cuckoo okay. go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs uh, over it. Um, you, you, you say know, this now. I say this now. Correct. How you? No, my my boy Mike over at the you know my record store, the Ingroove. Um, you know he'll be announcing. Yeah, the brick and mortar. <laughs> he'll be announcing when when they get the copies, and I will. I mean, once it gets on his website, if it's available, I'll get it. You know, I'll make some calls maybe, but I'm not just not going to go to store to store to store. Well, you know, 30, 33, 33 is not that limited in terms of no. number of copies. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean that that's as many white finals as they did, right? 3,000? Yeah, it was yeah. either 2,500 in that range. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 3,000. Yep. Sorry, I, I realized I just said vinyls. Vinyl. <laughs> God, it's been a while since I've talked. It's been a while. You're, you're getting the rust off, buddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I still find myself going out and, and purchasing stuff that I hadn't gotten yet. Like recently, I just picked up the red um, uh, McCartney uh, mm-hmm. vinyl. Um, you know, some people still had it. And I, you know, I was just like, you know, screw it. I'll, I'll pick it up. And, and the red's very nice. I mean, it's as, about as nice as the uh, McCartney 3 red vinyl was. So, you know, happy with it. Is it a deep red or a light red? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere like a deep red. Yeah. Deep red. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I can show it if you'd like me to. Yeah. For people listening, he's going to show us it and you can't see it. <laughs> yeah, that's lovely, that. Yeah. How does it yeah. play? Have you tried playing it yet? Not yet. Just got it yesterday. So, uh, right, it's a bowl of cherries. Bowls of cherries, baby. Yes. Yep. So. so, yeah, most of the colored vinyls are still uh, of the non three or three imagined are still out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only one I, I still see from that first run on a regular basis is uh, Wings Over America. Mm, yeah. I see most of like the second wave, like the, the live. All is live. Yeah. yeah. All is, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, Russian. no. Wait, no. Wings, Wings Over America was in that second set. Yep. That second never set. Mind. Yes. Okay. So I, never mind. I don't see anything from the first wave anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I'll still see the CDs uh, for them from that first wave, and um, you know I'm surprised they haven't carried that on. Hopefully, they'll go back and continue to, um, you know, why why put out chaos and creation, you know, and not you know memory almost full or you know or driving rain, you know. I, um, I thought it was an absolute godsend when I I read that they were reissuing uh, Paul is live because mm. that that meant one more you know, out of print album from the nineties that I don't have to spend right. stupid yeah. money on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here you go. G'day, g'day. This is Matty C from the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast way down in Australia. And we love getting to listen to Marv meet new podcasters from all over the world here on the Pods Like Us podcast. But but like like I was sort of hinting at, I mean the 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 release of Wildlife, I'm wondering if that was an experiment and now they might think, well, because that was a lesser liked album by the most well, part, you could say the same think, thing you know, then with yeah. you could say the same thing then with tug of war and pipes of peace you know pipes of peace was a lesser you know album here in the states i mean i think it did right. a little better in the uk um you know but but then again it did have the you know say 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 so it did have a you know a number one hit you know here on it but uh but then again i mean if you look at that set that's a very chintzy set i mean the only really great thing about that you know, extra CD was the fact that he released a unknown track. Uh, it's not on, um, which I don't think anybody knew of prior to its release. No, it's interesting when he releases these things, and suddenly you'll find songs that uh, that hold on, none of us have ever heard of that song. It's a bit like um, how many have ex- expected uh, on all things must pass for there to be uh, what was it, uh, beautiful girl, beautiful girl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd known that that song had, had been, you know, started around that time or it was demoed around that time, whatever you want to call it. But uh, so I was really hoping that we would see that, see that on there. Um, same with I don't want to do it. You know, that was really cool that the, that was out there as well. Actually, it was the other one I was on about um, oh, the other one from that ended up on the same album, the bluesy one. Because I never thought that that was as early it ended up on 33 and a third. Uh, woman, oh, woman, don't you cry for me? Yeah, 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 
I didn't okay. think that I didn't know that was from back in those days. Mm. Gotcha. But um, that's an interesting one. I put down on the list. I thought I thought of discussing or asking the, what what do you think of the, the you know documentaries and films that come out about the Beatles? Do you think there's a there's a problem in most of them because they're too close to the Beatles themselves and they might not be willing to go into certain areas? Well, which yeah, ones are you talking about? Uh, well, anthology, mm-hmm. anthology, for instance. I mean, that was definitely led by the Beatles themselves. So, yeah, that's that's an in-house project. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about something like uh, Paul Salzman's doc, which was okay, yeah, uh, just okay. Mm. Uh, There's the the 50 years ago today Pepper documentary. Well, that was a Southbank show. Oh, that was, that was a TV thing. I love that. Turned into a special. I, I thought that was really good, actually. I enjoyed that. I watched that when it first came out in the eighties. Yeah, that, that that was a lot of fun. Of course, we yeah. we got these slightly different edit because once again, that was the Disney Channel, <laughs> uh, and Wait. they 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 didn't want people talking about well, uh, illicit substances. Mm. But so what they, what they was actually, the Pepper documentary that came out like a few years ago? That it was like 2017. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was 50 years ago today, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, it... uh, oh no. Okay. Okay. So, okay, that's that was a complete two different very similarly thing. titled. Right. Yeah. The South Bank show was was much earlier. Yeah. Yeah. The the 50 years ago today, that. That's the thing that's on streaming now. Yeah. Mm. Which also isn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot, it's a lot of just sort of, you got some nice interviews, but it's a lot of uh, sort of archival, archival footage we've seen a million times and uh, not, and, and random music made to sound like them. Yes. Mm. Or they didn't have the right things. Yeah. Right. It, it, it seems to be that there's, there's, not a lot of middle ground when it comes to Beatle documentaries. It's either the Beatles like have their fingers in all aspects of the pie, or they're not allowed to even use the music. Right. Yeah. Well, the one, the one I think that I enjoyed, oh, that came out, you know, a few years ago was the Strange Fruit one that dealing with the Apple artists. Um, yeah. I thought that was um, a well done one, even though I don't think it was an official, you know, um, officially licensed uh, music or anything of all that. But you did get some. Um, there was some... Badfinger in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, you didn't have any of their songs, but you did have uh, the Jackie, uh, Jackie Lomax stuff was in there as well, as I remember it. Yeah. Um, so that was a good one, too. Um, I just remember being really disappointed with Eight Days a Week uh, documentary. I mean, it was fine. But, um, you know, I remember when, when it was first announced how they were talking about it's just going to be about, you know, their it's going to be about their live stuff and and then you know try to get some people what they were asking people to send in footage um of of as many performances as you as you could and i just wanted curious of if they just they didn't find anything because i remember i don't remember they they found stuff they did some but they just didn't release it into the uh 
What are you talking about? They put like three seconds of candlestick park footage in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. Three seconds, huh? Yeah. Don't be so oh, ungrateful. And, and, and you see all that stuff coming up on YouTube these days. Now people are actually, the, the fans are actually scanning it in at 4K and syncing it up with the audio we have, and it works. Right. But it didn't end up as it was originally announced or no, it was no, originally presented it to, to, to be. No. Well, I mean, Paul did that with the uh, the wingspan, didn't he? He put out a call for people to send in any things that they had. And I think that's how he got hold of the material that Denny Seibel gave him, wasn't it? When he get, Denny Seibel got mm. some photographs to him, to Paul, yeah. and through, the, through that same shout, and that they ended up on the wingspan uh, in all the wingspan book and everything mm. through the same same method yeah. oh that was a little disappointing as well yes yes <laughs> yes especially when you've got so many songs that actually weren't wings mm-hmm. right i mean plus you still had you still had henry with us when you know at the time i mean the, the, the fact that he didn't include any sound bites from any of the other you know members was really disappointing yeah, I, di- I didn't like the fact that it. I, I thought it was um, it misrepresented everybody because the constant thread throughout that was Paul basically saying, "Oh, it was me and Linda's band," and it's the story mm. of him and Linda. And I thought, well, it's not because you've got Denny there and you've got the Denny and Henry, and then you've got yeah. Jimmy and Joe and all Jeff. these others there, and Jeff and yeah. you know Lawrence and Steve. It's it just put over the wrong impression, I think, of what, what Wings was. Right. Well, that's why Wings is never going to get in the Rock and Roll Hall. Right. <laughs> well, no. Right. Absolutely. Plus, yeah, Linda didn't do any favors either from, from interviews in the 80s where she just talked about how, you know, those guys weren't up to snuff when it came to live performances, you know, being, you know, playing with Paul. And they just, you know, yeah. weren't and professional that, yeah. enough for Paul or whatever. But, but then you actually get, you know, recently live stuff being released, such as, you know, the uh, on the Red Rose set, mm. for instance. And you think, well, where's she coming from there? Because those those performances are uh, amazing. Well, they're kicking. Yeah. But then, you know, then, you know, he had said, well, it also said that there are a lot of times that Henry and Denny, they would be out of tune, um, you know, while playing. So, um you know, that didn't do, that's not going to do the band any favors either. Well, that, yeah, that reminds me of the story of uh, Lou Reed, where, um, who was it that used to play guitar for David Bowie? Um, he ended up producing for Lou Carlos, Reed. Carlos. Um, um, oh, Mick, Mick Bronson. Mick Bronson ended up producing for Lou Reed, didn't he? Yeah. And Mick was saying, Mick was saying that, uh, he had to constantly keep tuning Lou Reed's guitar because he got fed up with Lou Reed playing the guitar untuned. <laughs> cue, cue the Jimi Hendrix story. Yeah. <laughs> Zurich out there. So anyway, we, we've got to be finishing soon because because uh, Ed's not got very long uh, long left to uh, to chat with us now. So uh, what's everybody up to? Has anybody got anything interesting coming up in their shows, Ed? Well, gee, you think we're going to be reviewing the Let It Be box and get back? <laughs> I think that will probably take you at least six weeks to do when it comes out. Oh, oh, easily. Shout, shout out to a uh, new co-host. Well, not so new anymore. We're now we're now about 25 uh, shows in, John Stone. He is 
probably the closest to any of us are to being someone who lived the life of a professional musician. Absolutely. And he's doing a bang on really good job as well as your co-host. And, and, you, and you can still get episode number zero with the one and only Ethan Alexanian. <laughs> where, where we talked about uh, deep faking while we didn't know that Paul was actually doing that in his own uh, garage. Yep. Paul's that's, sitting there typing out the code. And that's a great transition to ask Ethan what he's up to. Um, is it? <laughs> well, he mentioned your name. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, but I don't really have a good response because I don't have anything going on at the moment. Well, you'll, you'll, you'll be doing a thumbnail soon. Oh, yes. A single <laughs> thumbnail. You've still not called me to be on Fans on the Run. I haven't Uh-oh. called anyone to be on Fans on the Run in like a month or two months. <laughs> Good things come to he what waits. That's true. That's true. Wait till I move and we can do, uh, we, I can even show you all things then because I'll have them all, have all the records out and the CDs and everything where we moved to. But yeah. yeah. What about you, Tom? What have you got in line? Any, you know, top stars turning up? Um, two legs? Yeah, yeah, we've got some some big announcements that we'll be, we'll be making soon. Um, you know, we we are going to be doing a live um, another live series with uh, you know Annie and I, uh, our 101 favorite McCartney songs. Uh, so that'll be a five parter um, starting um, in first week of October. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, we, we just did a show on the uh, on that press to play at 35 uh, special deluxe edition. We did a show about back to the egg with uh, YouTuber Stephen Schnee. Um, so so we had a lot of fun doing that. And then, uh, you know, talk more talk. We just did our latest episode on the the latest Ringo EP change the world. And uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be doing another a show on another listen with um the uh, sometime in New York City album. So we got a bunch of stuff coming up as well. It's great. And you've got lots of money to spend as well soon. <laughs> Damn it. I've I've actually got the uh I got the um the picture disc of of spies like us coming in the mail today. So I'm looking forward to uh oh, Jesus Ooh, is, is that the shaped? Is that the shaped? Yeah, that's the shaped one. Like uh yeah, yeah. That is a beauty. That is nice. Yeah. I used to have that back in the day. Mm. So one of Big my favorite room. 80s tracks from Paul. Mine too. Hence the name of my podcast. There you go. Bob like us. Oh, so that's Okay, yeah, I, I get it now. And <laughs> Michael's got it straight away. <laughs> I think Ethan's being sarcastic. Oh, yes. Ethan sarcastic? Never. No. <laughs> Hopefully he was being sarcastic. Yeah. Yes. Sarcasm at its best right there. You, you can see it in my face, the sarcasm. Yeah. I can. I, I didn't know whether that was a blue meanie or something else. Yeah. It's the long lost uh, purple meanie right there. It is. That's true. And well, Tom's well, met well, me well, in person, well, so yes. he knows how mean I, I really am. He's a really big meanie, especially if he hasn't slept. Yeah. That's right. I forgot to mention that uh, this is, you know, like a year since I started doing these shows. Oh, well, so congratulations. Which is, wow, 
I know. Who would have thought it? <laughs> Ethan's excited. Yeah. 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 I don't know where I was going to from there. Yeah. So to go back to the old pods like us uh, adage, has anybody got any, any advice for anybody then that wants to start in podcasting for the first time? Ed. As I always say, don't. No, Funny uh, enough, I was going to say the same thing. Right. You know, if you want to do it, great. Just don't expect to have any more than a handful of listeners for a long time. Yeah. Right. Do good, it for yourself. Good. Yeah, do it for yourself. Do it for the love of whatever the topic is going to be. Know what the topic is. You know, research it. You know, uh, practice first. Uh, you know, don't rush it. <laughs> you know, uh, and and have fun with it, and and try not to be uh, too obsessed with it because you can get into a rut where all you're doing is just you know checking the numbers every every five minutes you know of the day you know. So just have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. And um, you know, like I said, you know, there's so many Beatles and Beatles related podcasts out there right now you know if you want to do one great but you know again expect don't expect to, to have great numbers right off the bat yeah. i keep forgetting that i do a george harrison podcast as well called p2 mm. podcast blues yes um so ethan you got any advice for anybody um to to echo ed's sentiment don't, don't. we don't want the competition no, well, it's yeah. It, it's, it's partially advice, and it's also kind of a threat. <laughs> there, there are only so many Patreon dollars to go around. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll just be trading money with each other. Mm. And now to make life even harder for ourselves, has anyone got any other shows that people could check out podcast-wise? Uh, I unfortunately have not been listening to many at the moment. Uh, I mean, I'm in talks with one of your favorites, actually, Tom, for the future. One of your favorite podcasts. Um, three coins. The yeah, uh, the yeah. Podcast. I mean, we're. I mean, uh, one of the cool things is, is that uh, Kiss just announced a big 45, 45th anniversary of their 1976 album, Destroyer, which, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing their show about that and get their thoughts on it. And I know one of the one of the guys uh, on that show contributed a, a bunch of memorabilia uh, so they can, rep, you know, reproduce it to put in the box set. Um, so looking forward to that. I pre-ordered my 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 uh, my copy of the box set. So looking forward. Was that Chikini? That was Chikini, yes. There you go. Ed was going to say something. Ed? Uh, well, there are there are tons of Beatles podcasts out there. Um, look for the ones not from the States, I would say. Uh, Eggpod is great. Uh, I am the Eggpod. Um, what else? Uh, there's, there's, there's one from Canada that I've heard about. Yeah, I, I don't know much about that. No. Don't let anyone yeah, tell you yeah. otherwise. I like Nick's podcast, Winter of Discontent. Winter of Discontent. That's um, very good. And Jason's, um, Jason's podcast, Producing oh, Beatles. 
Our good friend Sam Wiles. Um, yes. Yeah. Paul or nothing. Paul or nothing. Sorry. Sorry about that, Tom. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, oh, my my friends, uh, the Blotto Beatles. Yep. Yes. They have a good show. Yep. And, and I, I recorded an without, episode without, without getting drunk. Yeah. Yep. And and there's a new one I, whose name I don't remember, uh, hosted by two uh, younger females, uh, which I really oh, like. Oh. oh. Where they're talking about the the partners of the Beatles. Yeah, exactly. Late, yeah. Oh, can't remember. What I just don't remember the name of the show. No. Well, there's there's the about the girl, and then there's yeah. another one hosted by uh, Natalia uh, Natalia Cardenas. Uh, yeah. Yep. She loves you. She loves you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's actually two shows out there about the uh, the Beatle women. Yep. Mm. And and BC the Beatles has returned. Yay! I think we're all happy about that. Yep, <laughs> and uh, and then of course Kit. We always we always have Kit since we're we're running down the females hosting Beatles podcast. Uh, and then <laughs> there's uh, uh, another kind of mine and uh, their sister podcast, whose name I. One sweet dream. That might be the one that he's on about. Was it one sweet dream you're talking about, Ed? Yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, you've also got uh, things we said today as well. Yep. Yeah. And one of the, all our own shows. Yeah, one of the, one of the first things we said today. Yeah. And then, of course, you got the wonderful uh, Anthony Rotuno's uh, glass onion. Glass on onion. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, he'll be a returning guest on Two Legs soon for part three of our look at the uh, McCartney and Lennon relationship through the media. I've got a almost three hour three hour conversation with Anthony to to edit down into an episode where we were talking about his show. Ah, edit, Life and edit, only. put it out. I think that's what he's doing. Actually, he's going to put it out as is and just go, yeah, put it, out. <laughs> put it out. That's what he said. <laughs> you know, you know who you're talking to, Tom. Uh, right. this, <laughs> uh, you're just horrifying me. <laughs> you know we. The if anyone says anything about Fab, it's the single most edited Beatles podcast out there. <laughs> it's slick, slick. <laughs> it's a I slick like show. To think so, but it, yeah. you know, it doesn't qualify I, as the single most edited show. I'll say I I love when it was Fab. So uh, Martin, could yeah. you put that last comment in the the left channel? <laughs> all right folks uh i'm out of here um right. i have i have no more time to to devote to this nonsense unless you want to let people know where to get hold of you ed in the show quickly um we uh find our facebook group and uh we can be reached uh, at when they was fab and uh, when they was fab at gmail thank you very much thank you ed okay. take care so Tom, do you want to tell anybody, everybody how to get hold of you and all about uh, Two oh, Legs? Yeah. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, talk? yeah, myself, I'm on Facebook, Tom Hunyadi. You can look me up there and on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, Two Legs, we're on um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Two Legs Podcast. You can email us at twolegspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and our Facebook page, like I said, our YouTube channel, Two Legs, a Paul McCartney podcast, has been growing a lot lately. So we're, we're continuing to grow that. So please check us out that, 
out there. That's where you'll find the video uh, portion of our show. And uh, Talk More Talk, obviously, that's our, the, the other page, uh, YouTube page, Talk More Talk. And we're on Facebook as well. And you can email us at talkmoresolotalk at uh, gmail.com as well. So, um, you know, all, all, all shows are everywhere um, on the uh, audio platforms, Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Yep. What about yourself, Ethan? Well, if, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can find me on Facebook at uh, Tom Hunyadi. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just pass the information on to me, whatever it may be. Oh, will I? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Is that my, my punishment for pushing you into the pool? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Andy never did buy me that Yardbirds record. So, uh, I think you excused them from that, if I remember I did, correctly. I did. Yes. Oh, put the oh, bat down. He's got, he's got a baseball bat in his hand. Watch out. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, you can on, find on me. You can find me on platforms. I'm not hard to find. Fans on the run. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> so before we go, Tom, do, do you like that idea of mine that if I do get the guys from Kiss, the Kiss podcast, uh, would you would you like to be on there as a? Coach? I would be more than happy to. Okay. Uh, there's the other one too that I really like, Kiss FAQ. Yes. Um, let's um, check them out too. They some of those guys might be more willing than the uh, than the three sides guys. Yeah. What about yourself, Ethan? What other podcast do you listen to? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not sure what a podcast is, <laughs> and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. You've made more than <laughs> you've made so many episodes. You must know what a podcast is. <laughs> not a clue. You winging it. You can it. tell if, if you listen to my podcast. <laughs> You're winging every episode, just like He's winging just, it, just like the rest of us are. Yeah. Anyway, you can find pods like us, obviously, on any network because that's how you're listening to us. Um, and you can also contact us at uh, podslikeus at gmail.com. And you can go to themarvzone.org and go on there to find any information you want to about the show or anything affiliated to it. Anyway, thank you very much for listening and hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Can't see it, but I'm waving. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's staying in. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh. Afternoon slash evening, Ed. Early afternoon. Yes, for you. Yes, early afternoon for you. And for Ethan. I mean, it, it's only a slightly later afternoon for me. Yeah. And it's still morning for Tom if he ever shows up. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
Is there a Beatles podcast based in Australia? I could get them involved in it. It'd be tomorrow, then. I mean, there, uh, there's the, always Plastic EP. Uh, the, the Egg Pod guys are, are out that way. Yeah. Tom's just joining. Um, might be a bit late to ask somebody from the Egg Pod to join in. Might be. Might be. Might be. Who knows? Perhaps I should get them to join in. Where's the video? Hello, Tom. How are you? Doesn't have his headphones on. No, he doesn't. No, he can't hear us. There's two of them. There's two Tom Onyardis. Which one's the real one? Gonna have to shoot one of them. Yep. Which one's got the goatee beard and from the mirror universe? One minute, fellas. Okay. In this case, mirror... Uh, parallel universe Tom wouldn't have a beard. <laughs> that, well, yes. <laughs> we're just saying there were two Toms for a moment there, Tom. And we're wondering which yes, one. Yes, I was, know. Yeah, which one was the mirror universe, Tom? <laughs> one was phone and one was laptop. <laughs> All this and more. Yes. Brilliant. Twice okay. the Tom. Does that, does that mean if that happened by accident with you and Andy, that would be three legs? Yeah, yes, that's right. Cheat, cheat jokes. Were you guys having problems last night on Talk More Talk? I just kept losing your audio. Yeah, I, I, I think I noticed Ken was having some connection issues, but that's, on my end, that's the only issue I saw. Okay, my multiple multiple internet connections, and then I tried right. moving over to the to the phone, and yeah, it always you know I, five, right. five minutes, ten minutes, and then then the yeah. audio would start. And I've been okay. trying to convince uh, Kit to go to YouTube with this live stuff, and um, uh, might take a little more time on that. Um, and who knows if we'll have the same issues there, you know? Yeah. So you've not not recorded for a while then, Ethan? No, I, I've I've been in a self-imposed exile. Mm. <laughs> yes. I mean, do us, no. It do sounds we, like we have to. Come on, we man. have to. We have to cut it off. Uh, do the famous uh, Reservoir Dog scene? <laughs> we, we we might have Ooh. to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, I finished watching Goodfellas. Oh, great. Oh, right. What did you think, Ethan? Um, I wasn't expecting uh, Atlantis by Donovan to be yes. used in the context it was used. Yeah. But it's hmm. probably the best context for the song. Yeah. Yeah. 
never known it used anywhere else that song would you were you, were you surprised by the by hearing the song um in that movie i mean there was there was more to the movie than atlantis yeah. well i know that but were you like yeah. kind of like oh he's using a donovan song that's cool yeah well i was watching you know joe pesci kick right. the shit out of uh what's his name he was in the sopranos yeah i know what you're talking about Ray yeah, martin why, why don't you get started yep okay okay thank right. you martin that was uh, that's okay bit yeah. bit seat to the pants mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i miss you tom well i miss you too buddy but uh yeah. you know all the Beatles miss you. You're, you're... <laughs> Good one, buddy. Good one. <laughs> no, Atlantis. Yeah, Atlantis isn't on it, so. Atlantis. Yeah, I was just going to say that would have been yeah. perfect. Oh, yes, Atlantis. On, yes. On school says he's wonderful good fellas. Yes. Ah, yes. Yes. Jagger. Perhaps the three of us should do a monthly podcast about gangster films. Oh. I, I, I would do a monthly podcast Maf- for Donovan. <laughs> but only if I can do it in my Donovan impression from oh, that yes. one YouTube video where yeah, he's talking yes. about his albums. Albums, yes. Ah, yes. Barabba ah, Jagger. yes. Uh, ah, yes. heard a goody man single which is Led Zeppelin on it before yes. they were Led Zeppelin. Ah, yes. Have you seen this one yet, Martin? Have you seen this? Have I have. This? Many years yeah. ago. That's a really yes. good film, nice. Yes, Mona Lisa's yeah. excellent. Handmade, is, handmade yeah. films. Handmade films. Very good. Very good, you. Produced by George. Yes. Let's see here. I've gotten a bunch of stuff. So a future episode of my show. Yes, yes. I've, I've watched this recently, Mr. Mom. I don't know if you know this one at all. I do Michael know that Keaton. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great got, stuff. Got multiplicity as well. Ah, didn't like that. No, no. Um, but, but we all after wait. the Thin Man. I'm a big wow. fan of William Powell and Mer- Myrna Loy. This is the second in the in the series and the Thin Man series. You can't go wrong with James Stewart. No. Oh, yeah. And Jeff Stewart is in this one. Yeah. The yep. Color of Money. Speaking of Martin Scorsese. Brilliant. What do you think of the Hustler? That, that was Hustler's a sequel. Per- excellent. Uh, excellent. Hustler. I love Hustler. I'm a big Paul Newman fan. Big yep. Paul Newman. Uh, Dead Zone. Um, not one of the better. I, I think it's good. I mean, Christopher Walken's, you know, good in it. Um, but I don't think it's one of the better adaptations out there's, there. But, there's, a, uh, there's a Dead Zone story between me and Louise, actually. Really? Mm. We, we were on a course at the same time together and she was reading the dead zone as a book right. and uh, i'd already read um christine as a book okay which i think right. is a i think is a great book i like that book mm. a lot it's good it's a good and, one um and so i was walking past notice louise was reading that and it got us both to talking right and that was so, the uh that was kind of the link to the uh the that start of the that, that was the fire that was the spark it yep. was the, the dead zone yep. yes excellent um zach snyder's uh cut of justice league so what's this that, is what's that like, like i haven't watched it yet just picked it up so oh, is that the one where it's the it's five hour version yeah the five hour one and it's not widescreen and it's black and white i will have to 
tell you when I see it. Isn't um, it like a narrow screen instead? Yeah. It's a really strange... Pan and scan. Pan and scan. Yeah. No, it's I I thought I, I think it, I, I think thought it's I had narrow. heard something but had the so movie was shot for I think it's like high and I think something. it's high and narrow. Okay. I think it's yeah. a very strange. Uh, so like gotcha. the, the the normal yeah. theatrical one would be the pan and scan. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. And speaking of uh of uh, Stephen King, then there's it uh, chapter two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you like the uh, the one and two? Did you see this version at all? I've I've only seen the version with uh, Tim Curry. Oh. Gotta erase that from your I'm memory. Sorry. I, I know I do. I know I do. Um, is um, that the one where he's like, "I see you shiver with anticipation"? No, I, I think it's the one. I think it's the one where he has to. Uh, he has to stop the bomb before it blows up in that circus, isn't it? <laughs> and he's got that plane where the wings come out. Mm. James Bond connection there. Okay. Uh, that was, uh, that was octopusy. Sorry. Yeah. Place in the Sun, big Montgomery Cliff fan. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Place in the Sun. Um, one of my, I've, I've probably watched this like 20 times when I was in 1984. Uh, but uh, I haven't seen it since then. But Strange yes. Brew with. Ooh, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. But. Take um, yes. coffee. Hey, <laughs> you hoser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I am really looking forward to seeing Rick Morantis in the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm, is he coming back to do something then? He's on retirement. He, I think he's got a cameo in it as a uh, as a favor to uh, to Dan and and the guys. I think. Oh, that's great. Cool. Very good. Nice. And then there's a, a B horror film from Roger Corman called Forbidden World. Oh, you can't go wrong with a bit of Corman. No, 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 no. no. Nope. So I'll be busy for whenever I get time to watch these films. <laughs> My B, my B movie uh, sort of thing would be like oh the day the day the Earth stood still mm. from the fifties okay. and right, the uh, right. and the, the War of the Worlds from the fifties as well and uh, well, mm -hmm. you've yeah, got that one on Criterion yep the thing from outer space mm. uh, eyes without a face yes yep yep yeah there's some good ones there uh, the fiend I think is one no I'm, I think no what am I thinking. I still, I still keep trying to turn people onto Santa Claus Conquers the Munch, Man, Martians. Oh, dude, no! <laughs> I did. There's uh, I did watch this. Um, it was like two hours. It was like the the fifty worst movies ever made, and that was definitely on the list. <laughs> but it's that bad that it's hilariously funny at the mm. same time. Mm. Another really bad one: yeah. uh, Orgy of the Dead, uh, written by Ed Wood. Um, famous for writing bad yeah. films. Yeah, yes. I might be Ed Wood of the podcasting world. <laughs> One take, that's it. One and done. Yeah, did you say One. One cake or one take? <laughs> Both. Both. You, yes. You've seen me. Yes. You've seen me without my shirt on. <laughs> and that cake was good, though. That cake yeah, was, was really oh, good. That cake was good. Yeah. Well, I think you two are only split by one leg. Yes, yes. There's a leg between us. That's true. Somebody will write that as a song. So, what sort um, of what sort of films are, are you interested in at the moment, Ethan? I, I'm I'm sorry. I there's a leg between us. That sounds like it could be interpreted different ways. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> 
wasn't that a Paul McCartney live film? Yeah, one leg, leg between us. The, the leg, leg between, between us. us. Oh dear, there are so many live McCartney films. Oh, too funny. Yeah, I, I, I don't really watch that many movies. Mm. I watch a lot of documentaries. I, f- gotcha. I forgot to I forgot to mention Tom. Tom, do you think that Paul should release another live album that collects stuff from um, since um, oh since the last one was uh, New York City, wasn't it? I think. The, yeah. Uh, no. No. Yeah. He he shouldn't do another live. I mean, there's a reason why he hasn't released another live album. I mean, all you gotta do is see him live, and you'll figure out why he shouldn't do another live album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> However, I do like the idea of the sound check uh, thing that he talked about in 2019. Yeah. I mean, well, he, he did do that, uh, the thing with Spotify back for well, Egypt uh, Station. Yeah, I don't listen to Spotify. Uh, no. Okay. I, I, just mean that the, I just mean that there's certain songs that Paul's done in those interim, in, <clears throat> those years in between, that he's never oh, yeah. released. Yeah, he's, never, new... he's never released live, like, you know, he did a fantastic version of Temporary Secretary. Yeah, you know, new and uh, the new songs from New and from Egypt Station. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I mean, I'm not wouldn't say I wouldn't buy it, but um, I, I don't think he should do it. So we're all coming back again this time next month to to do do a talk about The Godfather Part One. <laughs> Why not? I mean, if Ethan doesn't join us, maybe I'll can have time for something like that. Who's that? I said Ethan probably hasn't seen The Godfather. I no. have. I've seen The Godfather Part One. Okay. Okay. I have not seen all of Part Two. Okay. I, I watched Part One over like four days because it was so long that I just kept getting bored. But I got to the end. Mm-hmm. My, my, opinion keeps, my opinion keeps changing on one and two as to which one I prefer of the two because they're both incredible films. Oh, they're both brilliant in their own ways. And yeah, and that's the thing is like you're watching one and then you're going, oh, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. And then, then you watch two and you're like, oh, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how you didn't mention three. Oh, yeah. They, they tried to fix three, but it didn't work. You know, maybe it flows a little better with the, with that scene up front. Um, yep. You know, maybe. But uh, do they give it the old George Lucas special edition treatment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even and Steven Spielberg. They even dig, yeah. dig, digitalized the guns out of the uh, the movie. As yeah, well. walkie talkies. Yeah. <laughs> they they put a CGI tauntaun in there. There you go. <laughs> That's Fred, what Fred, that was. shot first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made Fredo say McClunky. <laughs> Sorry, my, my brain has kind of gone into atrophy. He's it only just... he was only here to tell us what he hasn't been doing lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the only guy who goes on other podcasts to tell people not to listen to my show. You must I'm listen. Damage control, even though there's no damage. All right. They are great shows. 
talking to people who are lovers of the Beatles and finding out why they love the Beatles. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Ah, I love doing the show. Yeah, but that was like episode five, so you caught me in my prime. I oh, love, yes. I would love to do the show. <laughs> I'd love to have you. Well, there you go. It's a, it's a connection. Go. There we go. Make it happen, Ethan. It's a date. <laughs> It's a date. Yeah. Uh, I'll be wearing the carnation. And not the fruits either. No. My my ears perked up when I heard you say the move, but then I realized you were it wasn't about yeah, moving. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't that uh, obscure really that would. no one else but but you knows about. We're still supposed Fine. to be doing a show about that, aren't we? The move <clears throat> and the yeah. yellow and all that. Funny enough, you should say that, Tom. Because in this call, you're outnumbered by move fans. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't really say I'm not a fan because I never listened to any of the music. So, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to look I, at the, the Brummy scene, which which we don't think is looked at very often, you know, because, you know, Danny, Danny Lane comes from that scene and the Moody Blues okay. and the move and ELO and the, um, idle, race. the idle race. Yeah. Mm. So we, we think it's a scene that's not spoken about very much, but an important scene. Okay. I think enough? it's better than the Liverpool scene was. Oh. The Liverpool, Ooh. the Mersey I didn't beat smell is as so bad. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure how familiar you are with. No. No. <laughs> I like Birmingham. Okay. Yeah, Brumies. Anyway, Fair thanks enough. for this. Thanks for this, guys. I'll let you get on because we sound like we're getting towards the end, and I think Tom needs a break now, probably. Go get some lunch. Yeah, he's he's had, you know, he's had to listen to my voice for almost an hour and a half. I miss your voice, sir. No, you don't. Yes, Everybody do. misses Ethan's voice. Everybody misses Ethan sometimes. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes. sometimes it's the, it's the punchline at the end yeah sometimes <laughs> although that's more of a punch word right more or less a slap in the face no like a jab like, like a jab a jab <laughs> hey it's more of a comment really uh, norm mcdonald impression there you go hey, yeah hey. Rest in peace. Yes, I've been watching a lot of yeah Norm on 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 um yeah on uh, uh, Nor Norm Macdonald died. Yeah, so the Germans would have us believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh well. What a battle axe. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Martin, thank you. Um, appreciate this. Let me know when it's posted, and I'll uh, share the link. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Well, us, us celebrities are just like you normal people. <laughs> really? <laughs> are you now? Yeah, we're, oh. we're still down to earth. <laughs> yeah, I'm still down to earth. Yeah. Us celebrities are just like you simple folk. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, man. No, no autographs. Yeah. Isn't yeah, that right, what? Tim? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I, I actually have to head out. Okay. okay. See you, buddy. All right. All right. And talk, talk soon, both of you. Yes. Thank you. And Got thank you, Tom. Friend. Thank you, Tom. Bye-bye. Have a nice Got lunch. It. Take care. As well. You Bye. too. See you. Not, well, not you too, meaning uh, have a nice lunch, but you have a nice <laughs> rest of your day. <laughs> Take care. Take Bye. care. Bye.